Jesus Christ, are you thirsty today? Because I don't want another religion in my life. I left religion. I left Islam. I hate it. I just want to be free. I just want to be free. And then something happens to that person. A touch or a breeze or in a form of a wind. I know it is Jesus. Maybe you are sitting here today and you are saying, I need that transformation because I don't want to be stuck in this place anymore. Now this is the biggest harvest time. This is the revival time for God to come and change everything. Welcome to Embracing New Life and Dream Church. All people, all colors, all tribes, everyone is welcome. Heaven on earth today. I remember years ago, a preacher asked this question and he answered and I was in shock. He said, is God limited? And everybody was like, it's simple. Of course, God is not limited. He said, I am going to tell you something right now, and it's going to challenge you. God is limited, he said. And I was in shock. Isn't he a believer? I was like, he, did she, he just said, God is limited? He said, God is limited with you and with me. So today, God wants to remove your limitations. I believe with all my heart. God wants to remove every single barrier between him and you in your lives. And most of the time, when we need a miracle, you need a miracle today, when we need a breakthrough, when we need supernatural power of God, we are our worst enemies. And we leave our doors open to the enemy's voice. And we let doubt and disbelief enter in. And we limit God. But today my prayer for you is, after this program, you will know that God is not limited at all. And especially in your life, this is for you. It is not only for me. It is not only for my guest, but it is for you. And you can receive limitless power of God in your lives. Maybe you are watching this program from Afghanistan, from Pakistan, from Turkey, Iran, Iraq. Maybe you're in, a, in the middle of a desert. God knows your name and he's speaking to you right now. You are going to be delivered. You are going to be free and you are going to have a touch of Jesus Christ today because he's the only way. I have an amazing guest that Meeting with him changed my life forever because I was a skeptic. I've been through stuff and I became a skeptic. And testing the spirit is good, but testing and limiting the spirit too much is not good. So after meeting with him first time in my life, I heard the audible voice of God. And God spoke to me in a very clear way that I had to listen to this man and my life changed. He stretched my faith, he stretched my understanding and reasoning. And today I am with Dr. Kevin Zaydai and he's a dear friend, but he's also my mentor. And I learned so much from you, Kevin. Welcome to my show. I am so excited to be here. <laughs> this is so exciting. The Lord is with us. 
Yeah. I'm telling you, this is going to be a good show. I can hardly sit on my chair. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm excited to hear what God's going to say. Yes. So thank you for having me. I love you. I love you too. And thank you so much for coming. I, I, I mean, like, I, I was picking them up and I was saying, I have a cargo from heaven. And I have to take care of this cargo so well. So I, I don't want to talk a lot because I really want to hear uh, your testimony. Tell us about your experience of death and then heaven and coming back to earth. Well, I guess, I guess, first of all, um, people have to understand that um, you, you are a Christian if you believe in Jesus Christ. If you adhere to not only just the teachings of Jesus, but that you believe that he, he died for your sins and that he was buried and, re and resurrected and that he uh, went to sit at the right hand of the Father and that uh, we are with him. Uh, seated with him in the heavenly realms. If you believe that, um, that is a tremendous uh, that is a tremendous knowledge to have. Yes. Now I had that knowledge as a Christian. However, when this happened that we're going to talk about, um, I had been a Christian for for uh, several years and had operated in the supernatural and had my prayers answered and saw my whole family get saved. Wow. And saw all the people in my youth group get saved. Um, I had, I saw the fruit of what I believed. However, there's one thing that, um, that happened to me when I went in for that operation that day um, that has changed my life forever. You, you think you know uh, something about God after walking with him for 15, 20 years. You think you know something about the Bible. Uh, you think you know about life. You think you understand some things about prayer. I had degrees on my wall, you know, that I was very <laughs> proud of. But this day that we're talking about, when I went in for a surgery, just an oral surgery, and uh, they gave me too much, and I found myself outside my body, and Jesus was right there in the room with me and took me. Um, Something happened to me that day, um, and I can, I can tell you this, we say we believe, but then when we see him, he's so much more. <laughs> and I realized that um, there was a lot that was told to me that wasn't true about him. Can you believe that? Wow. I, I had uh, people that had said things. Um, it's kind of like the picture, the paintings you see of him. Yes. They're not even close. Wow. He's much better. But also what you read in the Bible, I saw that the red letters in the Bible were all we needed. Wow. And that anything we do to take away or add to that is, is really not, um, is, is really not going to help us at all. But the red letters will speak for themselves. So can you imagine for 45 minutes while they're operating on me, Jesus is quoting himself. He's telling me what he, what he was saying to who he was saying it to. He was giving me chapter, verse. And I was thinking, is that even in the Bible? You know, me being a scholar, I'm thinking, okay, he was giving me chapter and verse, but some of the verses, I had to go and look them up when I came back wow. from that operation because um, it seems so much better when he said it than when I had heard it before. And um, I, the, the power of, of his authority, uh, when he speaks, he's a commander. I don't know if you understand, he's a commander of Amen. the Lord's army. He's a uh, he's very strong personality, but he's very kind. Um, can you imagine feeling validated continually for 45 minutes? Mm. Can you, uh, being safe, feeling safe for 45 minutes, knowing that you are uh, completely protected yes. uh, and that someone who validates you, who loves you, who, who thought of you and yes. breathed you into your mother's womb. I was standing within three feet of him.
So that's that's how this all started. So I uh, I listened to him. I actually didn't speak uh, very much because I already know everything I know, but I don't know everything he knows. So I let him talk. And um, he, uh, at one point, I did tell him. I said, "You're the most misrepresented and misunderstood person on the earth." Wow. Because uh, nobody really grasps who he is uh, until you see him face to face and you listen. He has speaks with such authority. I mean, think of this. The universes are still expanding because he hasn't told them to stop yet. Wow. He said that the birds every morning they wake up and sing because he hasn't told them to stop yet. And everything listens to him um, in heaven. So when he's talking, no one talks. There's no angels whispering. There's nothing. They just want to hear what the Son of God is going to say next. Wow. And that's how we should be when we, when I came back, I sure looked at this life a little differently. Can you imagine, um, as I'm standing there, I'm thinking I could have been a lot better Christian. <laughs> and, um, he was showing me all the, the, he was opening up the word of God to me and the Holy Spirit was there as a counselor, uh, coaching me and telling me the, all the different levels of what Jesus was telling me for 45 minutes. So I had someone behind me named the Holy Spirit, who's not a bird. He's a person. Wow. And he's like Jesus, and he is one who will, who will step beside you as an advocate, as a, uh, as a lawyer, wow. who will coach you and tell you, this is how you pray. This is what Jesus is saying. This is what, uh, in the Old Testament, this is what's hidden. Yes. So as Jesus is talking, I'm getting seven levels. Wow. So tell, you, tell us about uh, Psalm 91. Yes, well, Psalm 91, the, I, I was wondering, um, you know how in the back of your mind, uh, you you want to ask questions. Well, I, I didn't, I couldn't think of anything I wanted to ask him at the time. Um, but it did, I did wonder uh, uh, at one point about uh, protection and yes. the secret place. I, I, I don't know about you, but I just feel drawn to that secret place. Every time I read that Psalm, I, I knew there's more yes. to that, you know. So he showed me that um, most people they, they don't know that they're supposed to draw even closer than where, where they are. You should never be satisfied with the proximity of the Lord in your life. So he showed me that if you make the most high your dwelling place, that means you don't, you, do, you live there. You do not leave. Wow. He said, if you stay in the shadow of the almighty, uh, he said, then all these things are going to be in your life. And the, these sicknesses are not going to touch you. The angels, they, they're special forces. They get assignments yes. that will keep you in all your ways. They actually get assigned to you. Wow. But he said, most people don't dwell here with me in the secret place. And so um, he taught me that the uh, angel, the angels, the cherubim that are on each side of God's throne, just like on the Ark of the Covenant, the mercy seat, yes. there's um, God doesn't have wings. So Psalms 91 isn't talking about God's wings. It's talking about the cherubim that are on each side of him that cover him. Wow. Uh, and so he said, if you stay that close to him, that the devil would never dare go that close to God. So you, wow. you, you'd be completely protected from disease. And it really humbled me to, sh to show that there was more to walking with God yes. uh, than I was being told. And, you know, even in all my learning, I did not really, I did not grasp. Mm -hmm. So the Psalms 91 um, has become a key when I came back. I didn't know I was coming back, by the way. I, I woke up on the operating table crying because I didn't yes. want to come back. But be before we go yeah. to that, so when I was listening to you at Sid Roth's, so you were saying for everything in Psalm 91 to be fulfilled in our lives, 
we have to fulfill the first verse. That is so amazing because I never thought of that. I, I've been reading and reading. Sometimes we just read without a revelation and until someone like you comes and there's a light bulb because yeah. it is a simple, but it is a, the most powerful truth yeah. that first you need to fulfill the first condition for verse one mm. for you to get the benefits of the psalm, well, right? Do you know there's a secret, there's a key to the secret place? I could give it to you right now. Oh, tell me. <laughs> the key, there's actually a key. Yes. It's uh, John 15, five. Wow. W without me, you can do nothing. Abide in me. Yeah, you have to, you have to know that there's nothing else but Jesus. You have wow. to know that without him, you can do nothing. If you get to that place, you'll go into the secret place. Wow. Jesus wants us to, to solely depend upon him. Uh -huh. um, it, hurt, it hurts him when we don't acknowledge him. Yes. It hurts him when we don't read John 14 and John 15, where it talks about, listen, if, you'll, if you really love me, it's gonna, the love that you have for me is going to compel you to obey me. Yes. It's gonna, there's a passion that comes into a person's heart that they, their drive is to please God. So mm. they want to obey his commands. And he, and he says, if you'll do this, if you'll love me and you'll obey me, me and my father are gonna come and live with you. Wow. And that idea there, if you do a word study, it's talking about they bring, they're coming with their furniture to move in. <laughs> and um, Jesus is that way. He wants, he wants to live uh, and get right in our world. And, um, do you, do you realize how, how we've been robbed? Uh, I felt robbed. Um, I thought, I told the Lord, I said, Lord, if I, if I knew all this, I would have been such a better Christian. I, I could go back and I would have changed history. Wow. And he goes, well, guess what? You, you are, you're going back. Exactly. <laughs> this is where we, you were left. So you didn't want to come back. Right? No, I did not want to come why back. Didn't wanna, why didn't you want to come back? Well, imagine this. I, I looked into Jesus's eyes while he's talking to me. And I could see, are you ready for this? I could see in his eyes. First of all, he doesn't know when he's coming back. Yes. He really doesn't. He doesn't remember any of our past. He has no access to the files of our past. So he's talking to me about what I'm gonna do with him in eternity in the next millennium. Yes. He's already telling me what I was gonna do and that I was qualifying for that right now in this life. Wow. I was on probation. I was actually, I was actually gaining rank. But, by... but, but hold on, hold on. You, you said something I think people need to understand. Okay. When you said that he has no recollection of our past because God says that I forgive and I forget. Yeah. When he says that, he means it. Yeah, it's a... Can it's... you speak to someone right now that they are living under the condemnation yeah. of their past sins? Yeah, I looked into Jesus' eyes and I saw that he did not have the ability to get my file that um, the legal term would be, it was expunged. It was, it did not exist anymore. Um, Jesus was talking to me as though I had never sinned. And he was so excited for what we were going to do for eternity together. He was telling me that I was going to be an ambassador for him in, in the next life. And so I want you to know that, that Jesus doesn't have access to your past. If you have accepted him and accepted his sacrifice, that the cross, he told me, he said, Kevin, the blood was enough. So oh. your sins are gone. They're not just covered. They're gone. If they so are, right they now, repent. So you repent of your sins. You turn from your wicked ways. You acknowledge God. You acknowledge your need for God because you need a savior.
And Jesus is that deliverer. He is that savior. He fulfilled his mission and he said that not one drop of blood was wasted, that I bought humanity back. So right now you can just trust in him and just acknowledge him with your mouth right now. Just say, Lord, I believe you, that you died for me, that you came back and you suffered on a cross and that you, you died and you rose from the dead and you bought me. And yes. I accept that, Lord. I accept you as my Savior, and I confess you as Je Jesus is Lord right now. Yes. Jesus is Lord. Just say it. Jesus is Lord. I accept, I accept you. And the Lord has bought you with a price. And so uh, I saw in his eyes that he did not have the ability to access my file. It was gone. He keeps his promise. He really does, but he, he, he really doesn't know. And wow. this is what else I saw. I, I looked in his eyes and I saw that the, the day that he thought of me wow. and he breathed me out and I went into my mother's womb and wow. started to be formed. And he said, it's in Psalms 139, 16. And he said that each one of your days was written in a book before one of them came to pass. He said, you turned out exactly as I thought of you that day that I thought of you. Wow. And, and I, I saw that my whole life, the whole book was written before I even went to my mother's womb. You see right there, yeah. I, and I want to tell you this, somebody is watching this broadcast. Mm -hmm. You are not an accident. You need to understand. Mm -hmm. When I was hearing, I am hearing Kevin and I am getting millions of messages in my head right now. <laughs> but one of them is, I know I'm speaking to someone right now. Maybe you are suicidal and you want to end your life. Listen to me carefully. You are not an accident. Mm -hmm. Your life is ordained. How you look is ordained. God just, he has your blueprint. Mm -hmm. So all you need to do is to seek his, him, his face and seek him. I know I'm speaking to someone right now. So give up that suicidal thought and repent from that. Because from this day on, you are going to live your life according to God's will, not your own will. And you came to this world for a reason. You have a purpose. Mm -hmm. So you cannot do this foolish thing. So tell me, uh, when you were looking at your body on the operating table, that you saw this black vest. And what was that? Well, you, you have to understand that there are um, several parts to a human being. And um, Paul talks about this in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, in verse 23. He talks about you having a spirit, a soul, and a body. So you can imagine I was outside my body, so it was on the operating table. However, I still had my, my will, my mind, uh, and, my emo and some of my emotions. And I also had um, a spiritual person that I was, I had a body, I had a spirit body. Yeah. So I was robed with a robe of righteousness. I looked down, I had a robe on. Um, I was perfect. And, uh, but I looked at my body on the table and the Lord, uh, he said, I want to show you what you're going to look like when you get your resurrection body back. So he pointed at my body on the table and it started to transform and transfigure. And it went back to the original stock Wow. of what God created mm -hmm. us to be, which was even better looking than the angels that were there. And so the human beings were made in the image of God. And I had to look away because I looked so perfect. I had never seen such perfection. And I looked away because I was looking at myself. Wow. But I was made so perfect that I had never beheld that. Um, and uh, the angels, I have to look away from the angels. They're so beautiful. Uh, but we are made higher than the angels. And so 
Then all of a sudden he said, but look at, he said, I want you to see your soul, which was different than my spirit. Mm -hmm. And um, it was black. And I said, Lord, that's obscuring my beauty. And he said, well, let's take a closer look. And when he took me closer, it was words that had been spoken against me since, since I was small. And uh, there were sentences, there were so many of them. And um, the Lord said, these people that spoke these things to you were not speaking what was written in your book. Wow. And they damaged you. Um, there, were, there was things that were said, like, you'll never amount to anything. Um, you're, you're, you're a mistake. You, you, you know, you're the problem. That's because you were born. Can you uh, speak to the camera right now and speak yeah, to sure. people? They need to hear that. Well, you, you have to understand that this world has fallen, but God's intention for man is to have a family that he loves. And he wrote books about everyone before they were born because he has only good things. You know, Jeremiah 29, 11 is absolutely true. That he, he, he has uh, good things about with an expected end, yes. with the, uh, plans to prosper mm -hmm. you. Um, that's absolutely true. But this world has fallen. This is not God's fault. Yes. So I'm talking to you because I want you to know that even though people have spoken wrong things about you, they weren't speaking your destiny. They weren't speaking what was written in your book. Um, they, we call it curses. Yes. And these, the Lord said, we've got to get, get some healing going in your soul area. Um, and I, he said, I can, I can do this for you. I'll teach you how you can be healed in your soul. So I, I speak to the people right now. Just, just know mm -hmm. that God has a perfect plan for you and that he's written good things about you. The mm. Lord has never thought once of you ever failing. Do you know that the Holy Spirit that's inside of you, if you are born again, according to 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 5, verse 17, you are a new creature. There's no one, there's no one that's ever been like this, this that God's made you. You are a new creation in Christ. Old things have passed away and behold, everything becomes new now. And the Lord wants to enforce this in your life. And so I just speak to you right now. And you got to know that there is a book of life. And in that book of life, your plan, the plans that God has for you, they are written. And that is what God is saying over you. That's what the angels are sent to help you with, what's written in your book. That's what you get rewards for, is doing God's will that is written in your book. And there's a, a way to know God's plan for your life. It's by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was sent to, to remind you of things that Jesus has said. Yes. And also, Jesus said that the Holy Spirit will also tell you of things to come. So the pages of your book can be revealed to you. Mm -hmm. And so I just speak life right now. Don't, don't think that God has forgotten you. Um, it's clear. Amen. It's clear that he hasn't left us as orphans. Mm -hmm. He told us this in John 14. He also, in, 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 through Apostle Paul in, in yes. Romans chapter 8, verse 15, he said that we are adopted. Mm -hmm. We have a spirit of adoption mm -hmm. inside of us, that the spirit is crying out, Abba. And right now, if you'll just accept Jesus for who he is and accept the Holy Spirit's help, the Lord is going to walk you right out of the plans of the enemy and all the words that have been spoken against you, I break those curses right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus told me personally that he was sent back to destroy the works of the devil. Yes. That's in 1 John. Wow. The Lord, it, that's his assignment. He loves to destroy the works of the devil. Yes. Um, isn't it true that, Je that Jesus went around doing good and healing everyone yes. that was oppressed by the devil? That's yes. in the book of Acts uh, 1038. You, you have to understand that the power of the Holy Spirit is still doing the ministry of Jesus right now in your life.
Amen. You, you, you know, right now, there's, there's things, you can feel things leaving you right now. That's because the enemy has oppressed you. But see, the enemy can't stay in your life when truth comes, because when the spirit of truth comes, um, where, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom, right? Amen. That's what, and, and also, um, where he who the sun sets free is free, free indeed. indeed. Amen. Amen. That's so good. And I want to, uh, I feel in my spirit right now, and uh, we have audience uh, on the set today, and I hear even cameraman uh, behind these cameras, of course, and I, I'm speaking to everybody right now. Yeah. Soul wounds are real, and it is crucial. It is, it is not optional for you once you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And I am going to make an invitation at, at the end of my program. Uh, for you to receive Christ. But I want to tell you right now, if you're a child of God and if you are carrying stuff with you, those things that you have been carrying from your childhood, even from your mother's womb, those things have been getting you to a uh, stuck place. You have been making circles and circles around the same mountain for 40 years. And God wants to take you today to your promised land starting today in 11 days. No more waiting for you. And I want to pray right now, healing in the soul wounds right now. Please, everybody, whether you are here, you are watching through the TV or social media, doesn't matter. A century told Jesus, just say the word. Our words can travel. Because Jesus is the word and he can be anywhere and anytime. So I speak right now. Please pray with me. And also your sins, your past sins as well, cause soul wounds. So we're going to get to the bottom of this today. Hallelujah. So just pray with me. Dear Lord Jesus. I come before you. I come before you. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. And I acknowledge that I have soul wounds. I acknowledge that I have soul wounds. Whether from my parents. Whether from my parents. Or other people's faults. Other people's faults. My soul is wounded. My soul is wounded. Maybe through my sins. Maybe through my sins. And then I ask your uh, forgiveness right now, Lord. I ask for your forgiveness. And I receive your healing. I receive your healing. Over my soul. Over my soul. Because according to Psalm 23, according to Psalm 23, you restore my soul. You restore my soul. You are the restorer of all things. You are the restorer of all things. And I accept that today I am restored. I accept it today and I am restored. And I have no more soul wounds. And I have no more soul wounds. Jesus, I pray in your name. I, Jesus, I pray in your name. Amen and amen and amen. amen. So you break off every lie that you believe about yourself. I am stupid. I am fat. Stop talking to yourself because you are putting curses on yourself. And you are speaking those things to yourself because you heard someone else told you that. Someone else told you you are not good enough. Someone else told you you are ugly you're, or your nose is this way or your body. These are all lies. Mm -hmm. So you need to break your agreement with the lies of the devil. Mm -hmm. And you need to just say simply right now, you can say, I am breaking my agreement with the lies of the devil in Jesus' name. I break agreement with the lies of the devil right now in Jesus' name. And I am receiving the truth. I am receiving the truth. Because Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. Hallelujah. You are free. And you, maybe you're asking, is this that simple? You know, and that is the devil asking. <laughs> it, it is that simple because Jesus Christ finished that. Mm. 
-hmm. at the cross. He made, the, he made everything right for you. Right. He paid the price, so it is paid. Yeah. Your hospital bill is paid. Your doctor bill is paid. It is all paid. All you need to say is thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. This program is made possible by friends and partners of Ishik Abla Ministries. If you'd like to support our ministry, please go to our website at www.ishikabla.com. There you can make a secure tax-deductible donation. Our vision is to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ with a message of salvation, freedom, and healing for the transformation of the Muslim world and bring revival to the body of Christ. We thank you for your support.